Not today, Bubba. Go get him, Bubba. Love you. Not today, Bubba. Just Gordy. Gordy. Can I bother you for a second? Well, Grace, I've been wheeling and dealing so long today in the studio that I forgot I have not even ate. But that's okay. Why is that okay? Because the Brindley Dumb Show is presented to you by Postmates. For a limited time, Postmates has given our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days using promo code BROBIBLE. $100 of free delivery credit with Postmates. Download that app now. Anything you need. Anytime you need it, Postmate it. All right, folks, coming to you live. This is here, the Brilliant Dumb Show, getting ready to rock and roll. You got Gracie Ibrahim behind the glass on the ones and twos. Big game, Bob, coming to you on your local airwaves. However you're listening, why ever you're listening, we're just happy you are indeed listening. I believe we're looking at episode 68, coming in hot. Coffee's brewing, I'm brewing. Let's have ourselves a day, folks. Before we get into anything, let me remind you, do yourself a favor. Do not fuck with the sun. If there's anything you take from the Brindley Jam show today, make it be, do not fuck with the sun. Look at, look at what I got going here. Holy shit. For those of you not watching on the YouTube right now, spent the last four days in Huntington Beach, one nothing sun. Against big game, Bob, I got pummeled by the sun. Just don't fuck with it. It's just not something you do. It wins every single time. Didn't go suntan lotion. I got no idea why. Paying the price. You know, the thing with Huntington Beach, I spent the last four days as like a little getaway. These guys are such like in California mode. It's just such a great place to get away because nobody has any idea what's going on. Just full beach mode. They don't know what time of day it is. Every time you see somebody out in public, it's like they either just woke up or they're stoned. You just don't know. They got no idea the madness going on in the world right now. You know, I I tried to gather my thoughts about everything that's going on. And I got to be honest with you, Grace. I don't know what to say yet. I really don't. And, and, And I think that's okay. I'm kind of just trying to gather this all in. There's so much being thrown at us, you know, right now in the world with everything going on. It's amazing. Coronavirus kind of took like a back seat. And I just don't know the words to say yet for the first time. I really don't. You know, we got it. We got to come together. I don't think there's any doubt about that. You know, I'm here. I want to make the people laugh. But, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to ignore. We got to be better. We gotta be. So I don't really know all the words to say right now with what's going on in the world. It, what I will say, you know, and, and I, I think we need to be very open to, you know, um, I, I always in the beginning kept saying, you know, I understand what people, you know, what, what, you know, black people in America are going through and how frustrated they are. But to an extent, I really don't understand because I, I don't experience that you know, I've never had to be afraid of the police. I, you know, I'm from the suburbs of Randolph, New Jersey. I pull over and I'm not worried, so I can't imagine what it is like having to worry. You know, so listen to 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 you know when they're talking or, or what the the message they're trying to get across is. 
Big shout-out, my guy, D. Willie Smooth. Guy by the name of Derek Williams. I called him D. Willie Smooth. We worked at the hotel together at the Four Seasons. This guy had swagger through the roof. Black guy, just well-groomed. He just absolutely tore it up day in, day out. Knew how to work the floor. The ladies loved D. Willie Smooth. But he was the guest services manager, and I was the assistant guest services manager. He was my boss, and this was my guy. We'd be in the back office just shooting the shit, and we always picked each other's brains about how we grew up and and different things he had to encounter and you know different things that I went through. And it's amazing all the things that I I, I didn't even realize. Um. You know, and we would just pick each other's brain. And, and I love that guy because he opened my eyes to so much more things that's going on in the world. We would go out, for example, while we were, you know, on the job. And there would be guests who who knew he was the manager but would prefer to come to me even though he was my boss when they had an issue. Because the color of his skin. And you would see it, you know, he would point it out to me. And he opened my eyes up to a lot of that. You know, so I think it's okay to take a position like I'm like I'm doing. Just sit back and kind of take it all in and try and understand for myself before I use whatever platform I have to go speak on it when I'm not fully educated about it. So that's kind of where I stand. You know, something that I do have control of where I'm going to try and do is keep the laughs coming here. On the Brilliantly Dumb Show, Grace, that takes us into our sports segment. Let's let it rip here. Well, Grace, for our sports segment here this week, kind of hard to talk sports when there is no sports, but tip of the cap to the NHL and all hockey players worldwide as they're the first sport to bring their sport back to TV, back up and running. And to be quite frank, Grace, I'm not surprised. I'm not a hockey guy myself, but I could tell you, these guys are a different breed. I, I don't even know if they know they're playing for money. I don't even think they know what their paycheck is every two weeks or when they receive it, direct deposit or not. Hockey players just want to play hockey, and that's it. They just want to play puck, and they want to be left alone. They don't want to be in the media. They don't want to be in the headlines. They want to play their sport. They're hockey players. And you know what? I respect them for that. I really do. I'm not surprised the NHL got the ball rolling. But this has to do with the NHL because it's been reporting apparently outside the Honda Center where the Anaheim Ducks play. They've been hosting weddings outside the stadium for season ticket holders. Nothing like a wedding in the parking lot. Can't beat it. You're saying your vows next to a George Foreman grill next to you because they're about to go see a Ducks game. You know, this I will say, do any of those stadium proposals, this is at least out of the stadium, but on another note, I've always wondered, like, baseball stadiums, when somebody proposes to their soon-to-be wife at a baseball stadium, what are the percentages that that couple lasts after their wedding past two years i just think it's the corniest thing you could do I, I i really do i'm sorry if i'm offending anyone when when you put hey lola will you marry me on the jumbotron of a diamondbacks padres game 
It is just a recipe for disaster in marriage. Do girls really appreciate that? Because when they propose to you on the jumbo, John, there's 10 other people that, that do the exact same thing after. They just, the stadium keeps the ball moving. It's like, hey, Katie, will you marry me? Hey, Rachel, will you marry me? Sam, John wants to know if you'll marry him. And they just keep the ball rolling. Isn't it supposed to be like a romantic special? Like it's, it's that day is about you, the proposal. Then you go back home. You don't know that the families are there. They pop out. Surprise, congratulations. Baseball stadium, it's 10 other people that are proposing at the same time. It'd be like going for dinner in Italy, setting this all nice up. You know, bottle of wine, maybe a nice view over the water. Problem is, there's 10 other people in the restaurant that are proposing that night at the same time. How is that any special? Then while you're proposing, you got somebody trying to get to a seat in that aisle. You're avoiding nacho dip going on the ring. You stand up, try and kind of let them go by. You know how stadiums work. I just think it's the most ridiculous proposal of all time. Usually happens in like the sixth or seventh inning when everybody's kind of checked out already. They're already too hot summer day at, at Diamondback Stadium. 100 degrees, you're just sweating bullets. There's, you're on your knees, you're proposing, you're, you're sitting on top of Cracker Jacks and empty beer cans and all. Is that the, the way we really want to start our marriage, our special day? But they're doing these things outside of Anaheim Ducks Stadium. What a weird franchise to propose to in front of. Nothing against the Anaheim Ducks, but if you're going to propose in front of a stadium, maybe maybe in front of like Lambeau Field or something, you're going to do the parking lot where the week before in that same spot you were just chawing down on a sausage and peppers. Half of it ended up on the parking spot next to the spot that you just proposed to, to your girlfriend. There's fucking pregame pucks flying around, kids running around, music blasting. And they're holding weddings outside. What you got to run the Zamboni through the parking lot between every song, <laughs> folks. That's the end of the song. The Zamboni is clearing through. Please hang tight. It'll be about fifteen twenty minutes. You take intermissions. What a bizarre way to start a marriage, Grace. All due respect to whatever couples are doing, I just think it's a recipe for disaster. I don't think it's going to last. You got married in front of Anaheim Ducks Arena, the Honda Center. Maybe for some, not for all. Any who, moving on. All right, Grace, here's one for you. Dear friend of the pod, dear friend of mine, Joey Coldcuts is right now trying to convince me to ship off to Las Vegas. He's staying in Las Vegas for a week, okay? Now, in case you didn't know, call me crazy, but from what I'm hearing, coronavirus is still a thing. So let's keep in mind, there is nobody in Vegas right now, okay? Joey Coldcuts is the only show in town right now. Now, I just came off a little hiatus in Huntington Beach for four days. The last thing I need to go to now is Las Vegas. Las Vegas is like being on a cruise ship. 
Every time you think you're going somewhere new, you end up, it's the same damn thing. You know, you, you, you leave the Cosmopolitan to go to the MGM, get a change of scenery. It's the same fucking scenery. It's the same thing. There's not a whole lot changing. Everything's Gordon Ramsay burger, Gordon Ramsay lunch, you know. Try finding a good local on the Las Vegas trip. Sir, do you have any idea where I should go to lunch? Um, Yeah, I would do um, I would do Gordon Ramsay burger for lunch. Um, and then I would probably do Gordon Ramsay steakhouse for dinner. And then I would do, bah, I say Gordon Ramsay eggs for breakfast. Gordon Ramsay's got Las Vegas by the balls. We're in this guy's backyard. Vegas is a zoo. Just an absolute zoo. But but here is Joey Coldcuts trying to convince me to, ve- to go to Vegas. Here he goes. This is what he says. Dude, you're never going to believe this. The Caesars Palace just upgraded me to a two-bedroom suite. No, Joey Coldcuts, I do believe you. You are the only show in town right now. You should have more square footage at Caesars Palace than Caesar did when it was his palace back in 1828 or wherever that went down. Whenever Caesar was roaming the area and in his prime. It's a shame they didn't upgrade you to the penthouse, Joey Coldcuts. There's nobody else there. You are 95% of Las Vegas' income. Lord only knows where the other five is coming from. I said, Colcuts, do me a favor. Don't go see a Chris Angel magic show. God forbid the guy needs a volunteer. You'll be walking around the Las Vegas Strip with half a torso. One side of your body is out in the Flamingo playing blackjack. The other is taking in the Las Vegas scenery strip. Chris Angel had nobody else to, to experiment on. They should have you at the same floor in Caesar's Palace as Celine Dion's on that she's been on for the past five months. Boy, is she regretting that residency. You imagine trying to stay in Las Vegas for five months and perform every other night? You imagine that? Try that on for size. I go to book Las Vegas on Expedia. I'm exhausted by the time I check out of Expedia. I haven't even gotten to Vegas yet, and I'm already exhausted. And, you know, look, I'm thrilled for the guy. He's having a good time. But if I take a Delta Airlines flight right now, and they upgrade me from aisle 24 to aisle 16 so I could get off the plane 12 seconds faster, I'm not going to call anybody in excitement and let them know how excited I am that I've been upgraded because, quite frankly, I should be sitting in the goddamn cockpit. There's nobody else on the plane. The least you could do is aisle 16 from 24. The least you could do is a two-bedroom suite with nobody in the entire city right now. It should be like John Taffer just came to town. Joey Coldcut should be treated like royalty. I should be landing the goddamn plane of whatever Delta Airlines flight I'm on at this point. Don't worry, Cap. I already put the wheels up 30 minutes ago. Maybe a little premature, but if the wheels are up, the wheels are up. We're good to land. What a shit show that's going to be. Colcutt's saying, you know, I played some of the best golf I've ever played. Yeah, no shit. Who's the one keeping your score? Keeping an eye on you. Guy shoots a ball into the desert. Next thing you know, he's on the fairway. He's sitting 50 yards away from the hole on a par 5. 
30 feet away from his putt. Hey, you know what? I'll take it. I'm good. Shit, I'd be breaking every record in Las Vegas, every single golf course right now. They'd have a statue of me outside of every single country club. On this day, Robbie Berger shot a 55. 17 strokes under par. Yeah, I did because nobody was there to watch it. This guy. So right now, you got Joey Coldcuts roaming the streets of Las Vegas by himself. My God, somebody get a camera. Somebody get a microphone on that man. That is content if I've ever heard. I'm not going. I'm not going. Caesars Palace upgraded me to a two-bedroom. So let me tell you something. If I call for a couple extra pillows and those pillows aren't there within 17 seconds... I'll head on over to the Flamingo. Well, they'll just give me the whole hotel. They already do for the price of $50. Can you imagine when there's no tourists in town? Holy shit. Anywho, folks, that keeps us moving on. So, uh, dinner time, Rob. What are you thinking? Al, I, I actually think I'm going to go with my fourth dish of chicken parm this week. Europe, Europe. Chicken parmaholic, bro. Can't stop. Yeah. And I can get it anytime I want, anytime I need it. You can. You know how? No, tell me. Using the Postmates app. Oh, I love it. From an early morning breakfast burrito to a bottle of wine after work, maybe that bottle of wine turns into three bottles of wine, Alex. You could Postmate some Advil, too. They do it all over at Postmates. For a limited time only, Postmates has given our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code BROBIBLE. That's code BROBIBLE for $100 of free delivery credit with no minimum purchase for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Alex, that's a lot of fucking bottles of wine right And there. chicken parm. And chicken parms. A little bit, little bit of both. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Grace, I'll tell you what business doesn't get enough credit. That I really respect, I, I never mind going to them, are dry cleaners. They refuse to adapt to new times. You know, they refuse to change anything. You know, they're very old squad. That's what I like about dry cleaners. They're in, they're out. They keep it short. They keep it sweet. They don't got time for all the other bullshit. They know your name. They'll use your name. But it's hi, Mr. Rob. Bye, Mr. Rob. We should all operate like the dry cleaners do. Except you go in there. Every time I go into the dry cleaners, they always make you sit and wait. You don't see a single soul for like five, ten minutes. And you're kind of looking through the shirts that they have hanging up, getting a feel for the store. The bell always rings when you come in so that they're alerted. But the store never seems that big, so you never know where they could possibly be, the owners of the joint. Then you got one guy in the front of the store that you know is related to the family. Nice little Asian man. Just sewing away. He's got like a hundred different pieces of yarn, but you know he's not going to be the one to help you. But he has some sort of affiliation to the business. And you just kind of nod at him, but he just keeps hacking away at whatever shirt he's hacking away at. Thumbs are just beaten to a pulp just for doing it for years and years and years. He doesn't really care if he's got to acknowledge you or not. Some of them will, some of them won't. 
and you're just looking through the back of the of the dry cleaners. You see a tuxedo that's hanging, kind of move, and you wonder to see if you see a head. You don't know if they're just going to kind of pop out out of nowhere. The girl I use, her name is Unji. Unji the dry cleaner. She's phenomenal. Old Chinese lady. She just pops up and appears out of a blazer. Hello, Mr. Rob. Holy shit, Unji. Scared the shit out of me. There's so many different things hanging that you, you don't know. You're kind of like looking through a maze to find them. And next thing you know, boom, they're just right there. They pop right up. But they're in, they're out. There's no time for the bullshit. They ask you how your day is. They don't give a shit how your day is. Unji knows that, and I know that. And you know what? To be quite frank with you folks, I'm okay with that. To be quite frank with you, Unji, I'm okay with that. They know everything about my shirts. And they're in, they're out. That's the way it should always be. You see them once to twice a week. They know the main things about you. You keep it moving. Seriously, when was the last time they kind of refused to adjust to technology? When was the last time they said, would you like to check out with Apple Pay for your six shirts, two pants hair? No, they're old school. That window, they're using Windows 95 to check you out of that thing. There's a bunch of paper clips and shirts that they got to pile through to get to the keyboard. It's a total shit show, yet it's so perfectly ran. We should all run our businesses like dry cleaning businesses. Thank you, Unji. Appreciate you, girl. Sorry, Grace. Just, just had to fire that in there. Just had to fire that in there. Tip your cap to your local dry cleaner. Anywho, we are moving on. Well, Gracie Ibrahim, call me crazy, maybe so. But I do indeed it is. Boom, 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 boom. Wow, I can't even get my words together here, Grace. That's how excited I am for this segment. It is indeed time for everybody's favorite segment. This time we ask you, Gracie Ibrahim, for a little bit of a drum roll, please. It's the ass segment Tuesday after Friday, Tuesday after Friday. I tell you, fine folks, file on in the DMs. Submit your questions to be featured for the Ask Bob segment, everybody's favorite segment. Let's do this dance, Gracie Ibrahim, submitting their question this week. Is Jackie Boulder out of San Francisco, California, Bob? Wanted to get your take on KFC changing their fries, were you a potato wedge guy? Yeah, good question, Boulder. I, I, you know, I, I've been thinking a lot about, for those of you who don't know, KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken, Colonel Sanders and company decided to go ahead and, and forego their famous potato wedge fries and change to a more original fry. And I got news for you. Okay, I'm not a big potato wedge guy myself. It's about time the colonel starts stepping up and protecting his own. It's not the French fry that you're having troubles with, KFC. You got Chick-fil-A. You got that lady from Popeye's coming into your territory and letting you know how it's going to be. 
You've been the one piping out premium chicken since 1952 in a small little city in Kentucky, and you're letting these companies just come in and steamroll you. You know damn well it's not the potato fries, the wedge fries is for why you're hurting. Is it some of the other sides that you've been pumping out? Maybe so. But the chicken game and these franchises are just running over what's yours. When, when's Colonel Sanders going to make a play? The last play Colonel Sanders tried to make was give you two donuts and stick a piece of chicken in the middle of it. And that was going to resolve the new Popeye's fix that everybody was on and bring them back to KFC. When's the Colonel going to show some balls? <laughs> I'm serious. Let's see a set of nuts out of the Colonel. Let him start making a play there, a change that we really need. How about going back to your roots? And you know what, to be quite frank, I'm not that big of a KFC guy. And maybe there's a reason for that. But it hurts me to see the Colonel just sitting back during all of this. It's not the potato. It's not the potato wedge. I happen to like the potato wedges. You're totally missing the mark on this, Colonel Sands. And, and Boulder, it's a great question. Because, say, KFC's just been getting knocked around recently. And it pains me to see it. It really does. Fix the mac and cheese that gets drained in way much too cheese sauce. Fix the mashed potatoes that, that taste like cardboard. Don't come at the French fries, Colonel Sanders. Come on now. Go back and get what's yours. Go back to your roots. Not a way we wanted to end here, the Brilliant Dumb Show, episode 68 or whatever it may be. Come on, Colonel. Hate ending off on a negative note, but, but he needs to hear this. Let's step it up a little bit. That does it here on the Brilliant Dumb Show, folks. We're going to come right back to you Tuesday. And the Tuesday after that, after that, after that, because we stick to our roots here on the Burnley Dump Show. You folks take care. Be prepared for a wild week ahead. We're coming in hot, steamrolling through the week. Hope you enjoyed the show. Take care. We will see you Tuesday, folks. Not today, Bubba. Go get him, Bubba. Love you. Not today, Bubba. Gordy, Gordy, can I bother you for a second?